All right, welcome back, everybody. This is uh, the Mount Washington Missionary Baptist Adult Bible Study Bible Study Companion. We have Bible study every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, every Wednesday night starting at 6.30 following prayer service. And we are located at 5.30 Delania Drive, Mount Washington, Kentucky, 40047. So we're going to get back into the uh, study of Genesis tonight. We are or have been studying um, Abraham and his ascent in God's eyes and uh, the fulfillment of God's promise to Abraham. And along the way, we were introduced to his nephew Lot. And Genesis 19 has a lot of thoughts in it. It is a very uh, disgusting book, has a lot of elements to it that are downright disgusting. Um, it challenges us a, a lot of ways to look at ourselves. And there are there's just a lot of good points in this book that we can learn lessons from. Uh, we hear a lot about Old Testament wrath of God. Well, it's in this book, but also in here is a, a foreshadowing of of Jesus. Of course, he's within in every verse. We see God's mercy, uh, and we see ourselves in a lot of these uh, verses and how we can react and get comfortable with situations that are around us. But before we get too far, we're going to talk a little bit about Lot because Lot has had quite the progression from growing up in Abram's Abraham's household to where he is now. And uh but before we beat up on Lot too much, we're going to um see what Peter had to say about Lot in the second uh second chapter of second Peter. Uh, the seventh and eighth verses, uh, Peter writes, and delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked, for that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. So we know that Lot was righteous. Uh, Peter tells us that. And he was righteous when he left Abraham, but he has had this slow descent into accepting and compromising. Um, it starts out when he uh, has a, makes a deal with Abraham and he separates himself from Abraham and settles in the plain. And uh, he settles, uh, first of all, he looks towards Sodom longingly. And then he, we see the next time that he settles his tent near Sodom. And then before you know it, he's living in Sodom. And now as we start at the 19th chapter, he has established quite a little nest for himself in Sodom. So um, we're to start out in the 19th chapter, and it says, And there came two angels to Sodom at even, and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom, and Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. Now, as we left off the chapter of uh, the 18th chapter of Genesis, we know that Abraham was petitioning God to have mercy on the city of Sodom and he had negotiated them all the way down to if you will find 50 righteous people there if you'll find 45 40 30 got all the way down to 10 then God had said he would not destroy the city for 10 righteous uh, sake well as Abraham was petitioning God it told us these two angels kept walking and now we're introduced to them again in uh, the 19th chapter and it says when they came to Sodom they found Sodom or they found Lot in the gate and that's symbolic of um, 
That's where a lot of business, a lot of commerce was taken care of. It's where a lot of magistrates and, and judges were sitting. And so Lot had been elected, uh, we can look at it that way, to represent the the city of Sodom in the gate. Uh, so he was greeting visitors. And so he had gone from Abraham, who didn't want really anything to do with Sodom, lived outside of it, to now um, he's a magistrate there and a person of some, a person of some in, importance. Uh, and when these two angels came up to him, Lot, I, say, I think he recognizes them as angels because he bows himself with his face toward the ground. Now, some people say he doesn't didn't know they were angels when all this was going on, and, and that may be true. My personal interpretation is that he knew that these fellows were angels. And uh, picking up in the second verse, it said, And he said, Behold now, my Lord, turn in, I pray you, until your servant's house and tarry all night and wash your feet and ye shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said, nay, but we will abide in the street all night. And so my question to you is what's Lot's motivation here? As we look in the second verse, he doesn't want the, these angels to stay out all night. What do you think his motivation is for inviting them into the house? Going on to verse three, and he pressed upon them greatly. And they turned in unto him and entered his house and he made them a feast and did bake unleavened bread and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round, both young and old, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out unto us that we may know them. So I'm going to stop there at the end of the fifth verse. So the angels are guests in Lot's house right now. And now we've heard this story a lot. They are surrounded by a gang of men. And it says the uh, young and old, all the people from every quarter, they have surrounded uh, the house. And they are demanding that Lot sends out the men. And it says that we may know them. And I, I don't believe it's too much of a stretch of the imagination that that uh, is a uh, the intent of that word no is carnal in nature. It, um, the word that is derived from in the Hebrew is yada. So we've heard the uh, we've heard the the term yada 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 being the bang the boom. Well, that's where it come from. Yada uh, means in Hebrew to have intimate relations, and so this gang gathers around uh, Lot's house and they're demanding, banging on the door. They've come there for no good intention. And so what they're demanding to do here is for what reason? We would, um, it has been characterized as uh, their intent is to sexually assault these men. Uh, What would their intention for that? What would it be? Uh, would it be for lust or pleasure or is it for another reason? And, and we know from today's, uh, you know, or the, the, what we have in today's society, when these types of assaults go on, they're usually a, uh, a de facto reason for it. Uh, and so I wonder if this gang that has gathered around has the same thoughts in mind, but pretty disturbing stuff when we when we think about it and lot was a, was a magistrate of this city so we pick up in the sixth verse 
And Lot went out the door unto them, and shut the door after him, and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Behold now, I have two daughters, which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. Now, that whole verse is troubling to say the least, very hard to understand, but the Bible is unflinching and showing us both the good and bad traits of people all through the Bible. It doesn't hide anything. And so what Lot is essentially offering up here is prostituting his daughters. <laughs> Leave these men alone. I'm going to prostitute my daughters to you. Uh, that's awful. And I don't think that there's any uh, equivocation on that. This is, this is an awful thing. Now, we can try to understand that a little bit. Uh, back in those days when you had a guest in your house, it was up to you to sacrifice even your own family to make sure that they were taken care of, that they were protected. But I find it hard to believe that any one of us uh, or any rational person thinks that that would be a good solution to this problem. Matter of fact, it's not a good solution. It's such a bad offer that the angels inside the house don't even <laughs> uh, don't even let it get further off the table. God did not allow this offer to go forward. So it's like there's a sinful situation going on. Let me address this sinful situation with more sin. It just doesn't make sense. It was never going to happen. But that's the state of mind at Lot at the time. Why do you think that his decision-making had gotten so poor to the point where he would offer up his own virgin daughters to this gang? Um, it's just it's incredible. Uh, we have heard many times... Um, you know, that it's forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Lot was alone here in this, in this land. Um, there is a great benefit and a value to be around people who can strengthen you. So I'm going to leave it from there. And we'll pick it back up at verse nine. It said, and they said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came in to sojourn and he will needs be a judge. Now will he, we, now will we deal worse with thee than with them? And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. So stopping there at verse 9. So Lot came in as a visitor to the, to the country. That's what they're talking about. You came in to sojourn here, and now you're a judge over us? And this just inflamed this crowd even more, made them furious, especially going back to what their motivations are. It's just making these people furious. Now we're picking up at verse 10. We're talking about the angels now. It says, But the men put forth their hand, and pulled Lot into the house to shut them and to shut the door. Excuse me, I read that wrong. But the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut to the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. So, I'm going to stop there for this, uh, for this section. We're going to split this chapter in half. We're going to stop at the 11th verse. So a lot of thoughts in this there. Uh, the next half of this uh, chapter, we're going to talk about the escape from Sodom and, uh, and Lot's descent further even more into nothingness. So some things to think of here. Why are these angels coming to Sodom in the first place? How can we look at God's mercy 
in all of this. Uh, he is showing his mercy in, in all this. Uh, so uh, how can we illustrate that? Um, think about Lot's dis- compromised decision-making ability at this point. And now the angels are going to do what they came here to do. So we're going to pick back up uh, in our next half of this, starting with the 12th verse. Uh, but Bible study every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, Wednesday night at 6.30, 5.30 Delania Drive, Mount Washington, Kentucky, 40047. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.